Hello and welcome to PW Kids Cast, the children's book podcast from Publishers Weekly. In each episode, we speak with authors and illustrators creating books for children and teens. I'm John Sellers, the children's reviews editor at Publishers Weekly. Today, I'm speaking with the somewhat reclusive author Lemony Snicket, perhaps best known for his best-selling series of unfortunate events, as well as picture books that include The Dark, 13 Words, and The Latka Who Couldn't Stop Screaming. Lemony Snicket's latest venture is All the Wrong Questions, an autobiographical series about his own mysterious childhood. The second book in the series, When Did You See Her Last?, was published this fall by Little Brown, which is sponsoring this podcast. Uh, oh, I'm sorry. I've just been informed we will not be speaking with Mr. Snicket. Uh, instead, it looks like we have his representative, Daniel Handler, uh, who is himself the author of several books for teens and adults, including The Basic Eight, Adverbs, and Why We Broke Up, uh, which received a Prince Honor in 2012. Uh, Mr. Handler, thanks for filling in. Uh, it's my pleasure. I'm sorry that uh, you were disappointed that Mr. Snicket couldn't be here. Well, we'll do the best we can. Did he give but any... It strikes me that someone who works for Publishers Weekly is used to a certain amount of disappointment. Uh, on a regular basis, really. Uh, did he uh, give any indication of uh, what prevented him from keeping an appointment like this? Uh, I think he was worried, uh, due to some of the prior publicity he has received from Publishers Weekly, that um, he his appearance would be in some way endorsing his own work or contributing to the occasional enthusiasm that PW has expressed for Mr. Snicket's books, which That's- is, I, I think, shameful, personally. <laughs> Just a criminal. Now, he does seem to regularly have some trouble showing up uh, where he's expected, you know, say at bookstore events. Since you have to cover him for him so often in interviews and public appearances, do you, do you wind up with a lot of brokenhearted children on your hands? Well, I wouldn't say brokenhearted. I would say uh, disappointed and occasionally enraged, but in the long run relieved, because it does seem that the less exposure you have to Lemonade Snicket, the greater your chance of leading a happy life. You know, it's, uh, it's like a vaccination in a way. It hurts while it's going on, but in the long run, you think it was the right decision. <laughs> uh, how would you describe the, uh, the communication between the two of you? How does he typically get a hold of you when he needs to? Uh, all of the usual ways one can uh, get a hold of people. He seems to have a knack for knowing where I am, and uh, he and I get along fairly well as far as that goes. So, yeah, it goes pretty smoothly on my end, and I assume it goes pretty smoothly on Mr. Snicket's end. Now, this series, uh, All the Wrong Questions, uh, is really based around events from uh, Mr. Snicket's own childhood and history as a young apprentice to one S. Theodora Markson. Is he at all apprehensive about committing uh, these things to the public record? Well, I think the nice thing about All the Wrong Questions, this new series, is that its distribution is limited to those who are associates of Mr. Snicket's. Uh, And so if you find yourself reading a volume of All the Wrong Questions, you may well learn that you're an associate of Mr. Snicket's and vice versa. You know, the books have sold uh, quite, a, quite a few copies and hit the bestseller list. I, I do, I'm, I'm a little nervous that maybe some copies might be making it into the wrong hands. Well, I appreciate that nervousness uh, on, on PW's part. Of course, there's also the possibility that uh, reports of the sales uh, being so enormous, and in fact that it's been on the bestseller list, would mean uh, some kind of media conspiracy or cover-up. Oh, that is a good point. Thank you. Now, you, you've spoken in the past about the sort of noir uh, sensibility of these books, maybe the influence of uh, Raymond Chandler, uh, sorry, yeah, Raymond Carver's work, for instance. Were there I any... I thinking of Raymond Chandler. I was thinking of Raymond Chandler. Oh, thank God. Okay. Yeah. Well, were there any... Raymond Carver is a minimalist writer known for 
being in the New Yorker from time to time. And I don't think he's had much of an influence on Mr. Snicket's early life. Raymond Chandler, on the other hand, was a disreputable drunk. So a a far greater uh, influence? I'm not going to repeat such rumors. If PW wants to wallow in that kind of low-brow insinuation, there's nothing I can do to stop them. I mean, we really, you know, are doing all we can at this point, so... Were there, you know, other particular books or films that might have uh, influenced uh, this new book, uh, which centers uh, around a missing person? Well, I mean, Mr. Snicket just tried to relate his story as accurately as he could. I don't think it's his fault that his uh, apprenticeship in a secret organization bears a striking resemblance to classic uh, novels and films in the noir genre. So I think, uh, you know, Raymond Chandler has an eye for the particular kind of loneliness that comes with uncovering corruption, and so does Mr. Snicket. But I don't think that's because one has necessarily influenced the other. I think it's because if you're exposing corruption you feel a kind of loneliness that both men have described hmm. and uh you know speaking for yourself uh you know since you're here um were you a fan of uh, mysteries as a child uh, written or otherwise you know hardy boys fan maybe yeah. uh not so much for the hardy boys but i did enjoy a good mystery i was an early reader of agatha christie uh, i preferred those mysteries because people died in them i thought that was more interesting and then of course just kind of the mystery of life around me i found quite alluring Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, aside from death, uh, what do you think makes, uh, makes a good mystery? Aside from death? Yeah, you I know. would say <laughs> um, something terrible and mysterious happening that requires a great deal of figuring out perhaps a red herring or two, a betrayal, some backstabbing. I think blackmail is always interesting. I think valuable items going missing, uh, including children who are generally concerned to be uh, valuable items. I think all those things make a mystery worth reading. Um, I, you know, I wish that I could say that all those things were included in Mr. Snicket's series, all the wrong questions, but as I said before, access to such books is limited to associates, and so it's probably best if I didn't describe them at all. Oh, fair enough. So, you know, as readers have, uh, I think, come to expect from Mr. Snicket, uh, this book and the one that preceded it uh, are something of a vocabulary and history lesson, uh, especially if readers decide to investigate some of the references. Um, I enjoyed the, the 12 grains that feature in uh, Schoenberg's cereal, um, but I think I would be apprehensive about purchasing a car called The Dilemma, uh, not that I could afford one. Well, in some ways, the purchase of any automobile is dilemma because you are contributing to the uh, gr- great scourging of the environment for energy, don't you think? Even stepping into a car is something of a moral dilemma. It's true. I mean, we would be perhaps better off uh, taking the subway, I guess. <laughs> how, how does a reference like Schoenberg or Bellerophon or, or Colophon make its way into a story like this? Uh, are they chosen as much for the way they sound as for what they represent? Um, are you asking if Mr. Snicket enjoys the music of Schoenberg? Is that what you're asking? I'm certainly curious about his musical habits uh, and, and proclivities, if you are feel... Well, I think Schoenberg tried his best to capture a uh, dark and mysterious world in the somewhat off-putting and chilling tones of serial music, so I don't think it would surprise anyone that Mr. Snicket finds that kind of interesting as well. Very good. Thank you. And, uh, you know... Is you the keep p- complimenting me for my answer. It's, <laughs> it's, it's a bit true. I mean, it, it really is my job. I either... I, a compliment or I eviscerate. It's really one of two well, options. I can't help so. but feel that I'm getting a star from PW <laughs> with every answer to my question. <laughs> if we could, if we could give star to answers, I think we would have used up a few already. So, oh, that's um, very generous of you. I can't wait to brag about that 
<laughs> school library journal and Kirkus and you know more of your competitors. <laughs> now, uh, if you can speak to this, uh, is the plan still for Mr. Snicket to have the the series unfold o- over four books? Uh, that is the plan, yes. But of course, something terrible could happen to Mr. Snicket at any time, and then it would be cut short. Yeah, and how uh, how is he coming along with the uh, the subsequent books? Uh, last I checked, it was going pretty well. It's sweet of you to worry. <laughs> Again, it's that, that inner nervousness. We're just making sure, you know, if, if authors don't keep uh, creating books, you know, we're, we're going to be really at a... No, it's at, certainly, if literature came to a standstill, what would Publishers Weekly do? That's I really how that's we approach it. That affects any reader of anything. Absolutely. So now, you know, both you and Mr. Snicket have worked with uh, a number of illustrators uh, over the years. Um, there's Myra Coleman, uh, John Klassen, uh, now yes. Seth on these books. Um, yep. You know, these artists have received Caldecott's, Eisner's, and other either acclaim. Uh, do you ever wish you could work with someone maybe a little bit more talented? Or um, no, mostly I worry about the illustrators who have come into contact with Mr. Snicket, uh, John Klassen, as we all know. Uh, has uh, written and illustrated a number of award-winning books on his own, and uh, to most people seems like a kind of young and cheerful man, but after collaborating with Mr. Snicket on the dark, he had dark circles under his eyes, and I think has more or less ruined his reputation. Yeah, we really Seth, on the other hand, was already a native Canadian, and so already had a certain amount of suffering and sadness surrounding him, so I don't know if, if the effects can be detected as clearly in Seth. And, uh, you know, as someone who has himself worked with Mr. Snicket for years, do you have a sense of whether artists find him to be a demanding uh, collaborator? I think artists find him to be infuriating and that he hardly ever shows up. And then I'm forced to uh, state Mr. Snicket's opinions best I can. So I think most illustrators who have worked with Mr. Snicket get very, very tired of me. And uh, you know, given that the first book uh, has been out for a year now, um, have you have uh, different children readers been in touch with uh, Mr. Snicket? Do you field those sort of uh, letters and emails and other sort of communication? Oh, definitely. The correspondence comes pouring in uh, for people who are uh, shocked and astonished to find themselves a part of Mr. Snicket's secret organization. So I hope that this will contribute to the end of treachery in the world. But I probably, it, you know, I. Probably I'm overstating it. I fear that probably nothing will happen and the world will blunder on the way it always has in a fog of darkness. Ah, well, you know, the, uh, the holidays are soon upon us. Um, are, I was curious are, if there are any uh, particular traditions that are typical to the Snicket household. Oh, certainly the lighting of the menorah, the spinning of dreidels, the uh, frying up of very crisp latkes. You have to uh, hand grate the potatoes. So oftentimes the grater catches on your hand when you're doing it. And so, in fact, it is a tradition in some Jewish households, including Mr. Snicket's, that every good luck has a little bit of human blood. <laughs> uh, he has written several uh, uh, holiday books, including uh, The Lump of Coal and The Latka Who C- Couldn't Stop Screaming. Yes. Uh, do you think he might try his hand at a, another holiday sometime? You know, maybe Sweetest Day or Canadian Thanksgiving? Oh, Canadian Thanksgiving? Oh, gosh, I don't know. Wouldn't that simply be a watered-down tale of American Thanksgiving? <laughs> oh, no, sorry. Is that offensive? I don't know. I we'll think, find out. But, um, I think that being as most of what we call the holidays happen during icy and cold and desolate times, it would not surprise me if we heard more from the uh, holidays uh, from Mr. Snicket. The wintry ones in particular, perhaps? Yeah. Okay. Um, now, if we could steer the, the conversation away from uh, Mr. Stickett for a moment, I wondered if we might talk about one of your own projects, uh, Why We Broke Up. Um, I was oh, cool. curious if uh, there had been any developments as far as the uh, the film adaptation. 
Um, I believe the people who are in charge of making the film are working very hard, but it's very hard to tell because, of course, they live in Hollywood, so it's very hard to know when they're working hard and mer- when they're just merely sitting around because they- it looks rather alike. Oh, fair enough. Do you have any uh, other novels uh, or other projects planned at the moment? Uh- uh, I'm finishing a new novel for adults uh, about pirates, about an attempt by some uh, young women and some uh, members of uh, some uh, residents of an old age home who steal a boat and attempt to commit acts of piracy in the San Francisco Bay. Excellent. And any word about when that might be uh, surfacing? I think it will surface in 2015. It's always hard to tell. I don't have to tell publishers weekly that the publishing schedules change almost weekly, one would say. Yes, I think. If only there was a weekly publication that might cover the goings on in publishing. Yeah, well, you know, I think we might have even just gotten a galley of that new book. So, you know. Oh, well, congratulations. You know, I'm sure the review will be running any time now. (laughs) I can't wait. Um, And what about for um, Mr. Snicket? Uh, Any other projects that he has in the pipeline that you're at liberty to speak about? Well, I believe that John Clausen, having seen his career spiral so far down, has nowhere to go but to knock once again on Mr. Snicket's door. So I believe they'll we'll be collaborating again and that the results of that collaboration will come out sometime after the fourth and final volume of All the Wrong Questions. Hmm. Also, yeah. this spring uh, brings a uh, book uh, that, while not a uh, strict volume in All the Wrong Questions, uh, has contains some goings-on in the town of Stained-by-the-Sea that Mr. Snicket came across. Yeah. So that's, uh, uh, I believe it's called an interstitial. It's called a sidecar, if you will, to the picture of martinis that has all the wrong questions. <laughs> Excellent. Um, and I, I think I should ask, uh, you know, should uh, fans of the series of Unfortunate Events books uh, hold their breath in anticipation of uh, future books about these characters? No, they should definitely not hold their breath. Absolutely not. That's not healthy. <laughs> Are there any good reasons that kids perhaps should hold their breath? Uh, I guess if they're underwater, that seems like a good reason, or trying to escape a smoke-filled room. Those are both good reasons to hold one's breath. Oh, excellent. Well, that is uh, that is good enough for me. Um, uh, <laughs> found relief. <laughs> uh, well, thank you again for speaking with me, uh, Daniel. And uh, uh, Well, thank you. Congratulations. Uh, I appreciate your interest, and I hope nothing terrible happens to you anytime soon. Oh, I appreciate it. Uh, certainly the same for you as well, and uh, congratulations on the new book. Oh, thank you very much. I'll pass those congratulations on to the person who deserves it. Of course. Uh, well, once again, uh, I've been speaking with Daniel Handler, who's standing in for Lemony Snicket, whose latest book is When Did You See Her Last? published by Little Brown. Thank you for listening to PW Kidscast. You're welcome. Oh, you weren't thanking me. 